What's up, man? Hey, Ben. How are you? Oh, wonderful. How was my How was my intro? Combed your hair tonight. Uh, I don't know. I just got here. I didn't hear your intro. So, but I'm sure it was great. I think it was awesome. I I, I think it was a, a great intro. We got we got some of our team here. We've got Robin Riddle. We've got Rachel Jackson in the building. Uh, we've we've just got a, a full house tonight, and I'm super super excited uh, to get to the questions. Wonderful, um, wonderful. And uh, real quick though, uh, you've been playing pickleball. I, I know you played last night uh, as part of your Labor Day. Uh, I did. Yep. Did we get a double? Love pickleball. Love pickleball. Um, it's a great sport uh, for anybody, old or young. But um, be careful because you can get hurt playing pickleball um, if you're not warmed up. Even uh, though it doesn't seem like a strenuous game. Uh, it's mostly older people like me playing it who are not warmed up. It's only doubles. You don't move that much. and you, But you make these quick movements that a lot of people tear stuff with. So, as a matter of fact, I've been invited to play tonight after this podcast. Oh. So, um, I may do that. Uh, well, that's exciting. I think tonight's a, a perfect night for you, although I do think you should watch a little bit of the Ben Shelton-Francis uh, Tiafo match. That's right. Uh, yeah, so I'll, that, probably, I'll probably watch the tennis. Um, but real quick, I, I got to give I gotta give Robbie a shout-out. Uh, Robbie's my brother um, over in Johnson City. Uh, beautiful husband to Rachel Jackson. Uh, Robbie, you know what? Your, your shout out's free, man. Anytime you come on here, it is free. Uh, I, I just appreciate you being here. You don't man. have to pay for a shout out. You deserve it. You deserve a shout out. Um, real quick, uh, Jack, can you guys, can you guys hear us? I want to make sure we got, uh, you guys can hear us. Um, I can hear doc. Okay. Uh, Jack, give me, give me some feedback if, if you're not hearing us and I'll make some adjustments. Uh, Terry, what's up, man? Great to see you. Uh, where are you at, Terry? I always need to ask. Motaz, what's up? WC1A, Julie, we got a we got a great crew here tonight. Thank you guys for hanging out. Um, keep us posted on the uh, sound. Um, I'm going to keep an eye on the uh, comments here, and we'll uh, as well as our team will be looking at it just to make sure you guys can hear us. Cool. Um, all right, let's keep going here. Uh, first question. You guys know the drill. We're going to go questions that came in through email and our social accounts. Um, first, and then if you have a live question for Doc, go ahead and put it in the comments and we'll get to, to everything here tonight. Uh, question is, what is ferritin? How does a pa patient lower a high ferritin level? Would mine be high if I was taking biotin? Uh, these are great questions. When I hear ferritin, I think iron. Um, what's your thoughts on this, Doc? Yeah, it's just the storage form of iron. In your, it's a marker in your blood. Uh, that would check a lot. It's on the Cleveland panel. And yeah, I mean, it may be too high or maybe too low. You can even have a low ferritin, the storage form of iron, and still not be anemic. But it does play a role. So I usually don't like to see it too much below 50. Um, people that, there's a couple things that I look at. Um, and, you know, you're, when you take biotin, if you if you take a really high dose of biotin over five milligrams, then it could skew your lab results a little bit. So if you're on just one milligram, like most people are for their hair, um, you don't need to worry about it. But if you're on five, then you need to probably stop it for a week or two before you get your blood work. It could throw certain levels off. But um, 
that's the only consequence of that, I would think. But um, so say you had a, a high ferritin level, you, your body retains too much of the storage form of iron, then you lower it by donating blood. It's the quickest way to lower it. And, you know, you, because you don't want your blood too thick um, where it could potentially clot. And really, if your blood's real thick, you don't feel real well. Your circulation gets a little sludgy. Um, but um, you also may say like you're, you're losing hair or you have a low thyroid, you need to make sure your ferritin level's decent. Um, and also if you have restless leg syndrome, believe it or not, um, a little iron may help you on that. So a lot of times it determines whether or not we'll add a little iron. Um, and remember, you don't have to be anemic to uh, have a low ferritin level, but your, your thyroid functions better with a decent amount of it. And um, also some other things like hair loss, restless leg syndrome. So you can donate if you, if you take, if you have a high ferritin level and you're getting iron in your supplements, you don't want that. Um, you know, you can, I've also seen it high from people that um, cook in an iron skillet a lot. So just, it's a good thing to monitor for many reasons. So, um, but this is interesting blood marker that we, we look at every day. Thank you so much for that question. Uh, you know, ferritin levels are something that, you know, uh, we need to, to talk more about. I, I believe we did, uh, we've done a common sense on, on iron, I believe. Um, so if anybody wants to we probably have done it and you know, it can be kind of confusing. Some yeah. people say, well, if you're not anemic and your ferritin levels low, you're just utilizing all your iron, but it really goes a little bit deeper than that because a lot of times copper and zinc come into play and also vitamin A. Um, so if you have a low ferritin level, um, you might even try eating, eating some beef liver because it has all that stuff in it. And it's kind of a natural way to raise it. Um, so, you know, it, it may really signify a, a low vitamin A and possibly copper. You know, zinc and copper go the opposite way. They kind of counterbalance each other out. So it's something that needs to be looked into for sure, especially if you're feeling bad. Super interesting. Thank you so much for that question. Uh, Jack, thank you, man. I see you. Uh, we're all good there. Uh, Caitlin, what's up? Great question. Evangelon, what's up? Welcome in. Uh, I see Cheryl's here from Florida. Welcome in, Cheryl. We'll get to all those questions here in a second. Thank you guys for going ahead and putting those in. Um, all right, so I'm going to ask a few questions that, um, that were in response to today's uh, Common Sense MD episode with Dr. Doug Lucas around osteoporosis. So, uh, so know that because so, that kind of uh, prepares for the question here. Uh, in this episode, he mentioned peptides along with hormones in his program, program pyramid for treating osteoporosis. Is there a particular peptide that is great for OP, uh, which stands for osteoporosis? Um, this is in response to um, Dr. Lucas does a great job of laying out kind of foundationally what he likes to address first, um, meaning exercise, nutrition. He calls it sleep, stress, you know, spiritual connection, uh, then goes into hormones and peptides. Uh, what's your thoughts on the peptide part? Yeah, um, certainly he's a believer in peptides. Anybody that does integrated medicine, uh, 
needs to know about peptides, which are just strings of amino acids that usually cause an action somewhere else. For example, um, one of both of our favorites is CJC 1295 with Um that's one that I like. Um, and it's, it's a repair hormone. So you're talking about repairing your bones as well as your muscles and it stimulates, uh, growth hormone. And that's the particular reason why you may want to take some or ipamorlin, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> um, so, and also BPC 157 is a good one. That one you can take orally, you know, most of the peptides are, uh, injectables, but, um, so I take both those myself. So those would probably be the, be the main two ones. But yeah, I mean, he's just a real smart guy, and you know, you need to read the book to to uh, to look at it. it. Just came out today. Yep. Uh, so if there's anybody, male or female, that is concerned about osteopenia, osteoporosis, you need to uh, look at this book. It's it's really awesome. Came out today, and I think if you order it, you know, within the next week or so, you'll get some major break on it from them. I don't, I'm not sure what it is, but uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I, I, I looked at it this morning and, and I think on Amazon, it's like $4, something like that. And I think that special is going on this week and uh, it's, it's a no brainer. Um, like, like I said earlier, we're going to try to have as much, uh, as many of those as we can um, inside of our offices. So uh, thank you in advance to, to doc, Dr. Lucas. It's such a great starting guide for anyone with, osteoporosis or osteopenia. Continuing on uh, with questions uh, surrounding that episode, um, this goes on to say he mentioned slowing bone loss and improving bone. So do you think BR BHRT, uh, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, can actually really improve or just slow the loss? Um, and I think this has to do with uh, this question. Uh, I am in the long two-year wait for the next DEXA, uh, which you actually you know mentioned a little bit um, in the episode. I believe that it's hard to get these DEXA scans, and sure would love to see actual improvement in the scores. This is interesting. I like I'd like to see where you go with this. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think BHRT does both. It improves and slows bone loss. Remember bone loves estrogen. So that's the main one you're worried about because when you go through menopause, it just precipitously declines. Um, so I think it's involved in both of them along with many other great functions. And plus you're going to feel a lot better as well. Um, yeah, you, you know, she probably get a DEXA scan yearly. You know, the problem with insurance is they just don't want to pay it too often. But even if you have just negotiate a cash price on it and uh, get it yearly to see, don't wait two years. But there's also a couple of blood markers you can use uh, that he talks about in his book that I really wasn't aware of to see if you're actually building or making improvements. Um, the CTX and the PINP. P1. Um, P, excuse me, P1NP. Um, or tests that I'm, I'm currently now finding out where, which lab I can run these through. Um, I'm sure Jill, who does a lot of our work with osteoporosis is going to be wanting to, to look at these. Um, so, and there's also an ultrasound machine. I think there's maybe one in Asheville that he said, uh, you could get, I forget the name of it. You may remember, 
Um, but get his book and, and look at and look at his book. It was it was um, a, it was an Echo Sight. I think it was Echo Sight Ultrasound. Um, yeah, I believe is what it was called. Um, yeah, and it uses ultrasound, so not you don't, you don't have to worry about yeah X-ray radiation um, to follow it. Uh, but yeah, look at those blood markers and try to get it in a year because you do want to know. Two years is too long to wait. You know, the earlier you get that DEXA scan, the better. You don't need to wait till you're, you know, already in menopause or andropause. Um, uh, I'm gonna put this up because, because one, I, I I'm just I'm thankful that Evangelon is is uh, noticing my <laughs> my my decor uh, in the back. You see, that's that's high end podcast, you know, studio set decor right there. That's that's not floor mats. That's that's high end. Those are real pictures. Those that's modern art, isn't it? That's, that's, that's one thing. Art. One of them's crooked, though. What bothers me is not the format look. It's the one of them's crooked, man. I know. I. <laughs> it's high end, man. That's that's uh, decor. That's art. That's you ought at least have a few guitars hanging in the back. You know? <laughs> books, maybe a few books. Um, uh, this is an easy one for you. Um, one because I uh, on my way. Uh, uh, over here tonight. Uh, uh, when did you do your deadlift? When do you do your deadlift podcast that you mentioned? Please make it a video also so we can actually see the form. Thank you so much. Uh, I know we, we've kind of made some uh, forward uh, movements on this with uh, TriStar Strength and Rehab, whom we yeah. love up in the Actually, tri we're going to do that very soon. And you will get demos on that too. This form is, is what's important on that. Uh, so yeah, very soon. We're, we're going to have that deadlift podcast. We're going to have our deadlift clinic in the Johnson City office uh, where, where they'll be there to actually kind of talk you through it and look at your form. And we mm. will. We'll be, we'll be videoing, videoing a lot of that for those out of town. Um, and uh, I, I can say with with 99% um, confidence that video will go out in September for sure. Uh, so this month we'll be getting that um that uh, deadlifting demo and podcast. Thank you for putting in that question. Um, okay, so let's see here. Let's go to uh, this question here. Um, I know that it's important for uh, for a woman to get an annual pap. What about men? And I'll kind of follow this up because it, it kind of lets us know where it's going. Do LGBTQIA plus men need to be screened as well? If so, any suggestions on where to begin given that most PCPs have no idea what this is. Uh, what's your thoughts on this, Doc? Well, I think that term just includes about everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, really, it's pretty simple. If you have a prostate, you need it checked. Uh, and if you have a cervix, you need it checked. So that's the bottom line, yeah. Whether you, which if you're transgender but, and you still have the parts, you need it checked because you potentially could have cancer there. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's a pretty easy answer, but good question. Thank you so much um, for uh, sending that question in over email. Uh, we're going to keep moving here and we're going to go to a Dutch test question, which I loved, uh, from my Dutch test, we learned that my second phase estrogen detox was slightly toward the low end and discussed that B6 could help this. I just checked, and my daily multi already has 75 milligrams of B6. Do you think I need to take more? I should still take more. 
Probably not, because if you get over a hundred milligram of B six, you're gonna you could get worse as far as uh, your nervous system. You can definitely overdo the B six. That's really probably one of the only B vitamins I can think of that you could actually make things worse by mm. is getting too much B six because it helps neuropathy. But if you get over a hundred milligrams, it can make it worse. So you know you need to look at the other things as well. Um, on your estrogen detoxification, like maybe DIM, you know, uh, and that type thing. Um, uh, All right. Thank you so much for that question. I, I, I love when a Dutch test question comes up. Uh, it gives us the opportunity to talk more about that uh, super expansive test. Um, this was an interesting one that came on Instagram. Uh, what supplements do you recommend for someone with ADD slash ADHD? Um, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I like uh, L-tyrosine is one I really like during the day and L-tryptophan at night for people that have that. If they want to be treated with a natural supplement, uh, for sure. Um, and again, a lot of it depends on whether you have the hyperactive component or the um, inattentive component of uh, ADHD. It's all labeled ADHD. Um, but you don't have to be hyperactive with it. So L-tyrosine and then maybe L-tryptophan at night uh, are two of the ones that I use. But those are the main ones that I use. Um, maybe even a little saffron. Yeah. You know, I love saffron. All right. We're going to keep moving here. Lisa, I see you. I know I got to get back with you on that. Email. And yeah, thank hang you. on. Maybe even methylene blue. I see methylene blue help, help that as well. <laughs> the 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 fan favorite methylene blue i love it i love it thank you so much great question there on add uh, i see you lisa i'm gonna get back to you i promise uh i see uh mark i'm just gonna put mark's comment up here because it's i think this is um <laughs> oh, there's there there's our there's methylene blue there's our methylene yeah. uh blue uh crew right there and then, that's what happens when your dog gets into the methylene blue <laughs> Uh, I can't find Mark's uh, comment. I'm going to put that up here in a second. We got to keep moving, guys. We got one more question. If y'all got a question for Doc, go ahead and put it in the comments. We're going to get to those uh, here in the next couple of minutes. Um, this question is I recently fractured a bone and I'm told not to wear my sling all day. Why is that? Any supplements I can take to help heal the bone faster? What's your thoughts on this? Um, of course, D with K is the main one I think about. Um, and, you know, you may even try some morlin, uh, you know, or some of the peptides like we just talked about. But I don't know what bone you fractured. If it's your humerus, you're in a sling, maybe. Uh, some people wear a sling. So, yeah, probably just so you don't get, um, uh, you know, contractures and frozen shoulder um uh in your in your shoulder but that's that has to be unless you fractured your clavicle which is the most commonly broken bone in the body i'm pretty sure um so just so you won't you know so your circulation and so you won't uh get restricted motion after it heals um because if you're just wearing a sling you obviously didn't need a cast um, unless you have a 
a cast on your forearm. Maybe it's your radius and your ulna, and you just kind of want to rest it. In that case, get it out of the sling to work your shoulder and elbow around a little bit. But um, That's a good question. But uh, D with K for sure. Great question there. Thank you so much to, to everyone who sent in a question over email or uh, through Instagram or Facebook or any of the social accounts. Um, all right, guys, we're going to move into the uh, live questions. Um, let's see here. I, I'm going to put, you know, I, I think this was clever, Mark, and that's why I'm putting it up there. And I think it's a great comment. <laughs> Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, all right, guys, we're going to question. You got to remember, Ben's a bachelor. I mean, he's got a bachelor <laughs> pad. Does that not look like a bachelor pad? Um, my my <laughs> fridge most definitely does. Um, okay, we're going to the questions here. If you have a question for uh, Doc, go ahead and put it uh, in the comments. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's go to 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 Velma. Uh, over on Facebook, been reading about ivermectin and its effect on cancer. Your thoughts on this? This is interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, a lot of studies going on and have been for quite a while on the uh, positive effect it has on cancer. You know, um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's a good thing. You know, we talk about fenbendazole a lot too and mm -hmm. artemisinin, but that's Ivermectin's up there as well. I don't think you need both Finben and Ivermectin, but um, yeah, I mean, and Ivermectin's, it's really been demonized a lot as, you know, horse medicine and all when it's won a Nobel Prize uh, in medicine that's been prescribed hundreds of millions of times, uh, you know, so uh, it's, it's a great medication that a lot of these studies that are coming out now proved it worked there's no doubt in my mind that it worked um so yeah a lot of positive things about ivermectin the old uh medicine we used to have, have to call ice cream because of uh censoring purposes so hopefully we don't get censored for what i just said so <laughs> for, for all those who've been with us for a while uh know what we're talking about uh, WC1A seems 90% of supplements come from China. Can vitamins and aminos, etc., sourced from there be trusted? This has been worrying me for a long while. Uh, what is your take on, on this? Yeah, most of our, not only supplements, but medications, prescription medications. I think it's the vast majority of them. Um, yeah, it's kind of concerning a little bit. It's a little bit concerning these days, but, um, you know, um, yeah, certainly wouldn't, you know, order them unless it was from a very reputable company is what I would, I would do, uh, or, you know, the source that's getting them. So, and I surely wouldn't, you know, go on something like say a peptide that you ordered on your own and didn't go through a, a U.S. Uh, pharmacy or company to do it because, with injectables, I worry a lot more about injectables than I do uh, vitamins and even prescription medicines. I worry, I worry about injectables uh, coming from, you know, you're trying to order these things on your own coming from India or China or who knows where else. But be careful. Just be careful. Just go with the ones that you trust because you're right. A lot of it does. 
to put this up from Elena. Uh, do life extension vitamins come from China? And that, I'll be honest, I have no idea. Um, do you know? I don't know off the bat. Um, I don't think so. But that's a great question um, and something we'll look into. Um, you know, they, I know they, they're not mixed there. They don't come. But, you know, you wonder, does, does some ingredient come from there? Which yeah. I bet they do. I bet some of them, some of the ingredients probably do come from there. Yeah. But they're not, you know, sterilized and packaged in China. Yeah. Uh, so... That's a good question, though. Elena. Great questions. Um, all right, we're going to keep moving here, guys. Um, let's see where my next question is. I'm um, sorry. This is from uh, Cheryl over on YouTube. Uh, what can we heal lungs? Uh, what can we heal lungs with from lung fibrosis uh, from COVID? Uh, it seems, um, Cheryl. I hope I'm um, interpreting that question right. Uh, what's your thoughts on this? I saw somebody today with this, um, and I told her to get on methylene blue. Um, certainly, you know, some interstitial lung disease did result from restrictive disease from COVID, no doubt about it. Um, so you want to get all the inflammation out of there, and certainly I like methylene blue, um, along with all the other things you need to do, like eat right, don't get overweight, take the proper vitamins, but I, I like methylene blue uh, in this, this case. Super interesting. Thank favorite. you for uh, putting that in there, Cheryl. Great question. Well, uh, a lot of people, too, would, would put you on ivermectin. You know, yeah. and they would try that. All right, let's go to Caitlin here on YouTube. Uh, any advice for constipation, specifically how to increase transit speed and motility without things that cause dependency? I drink plenty of water, eat plenty of fiber, walk and exercise. So interesting, Caitlin. I um, I had a uh, we recorded an outside the box podcast with uh, our good friend who's a pelvic floor uh, physical therapist um, last week, and that's going to go up uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and a lot of it deals around this sort of thing with you know with gut health and um, and pel the pelvic floor is just fascinating. Um, it's uh, so much more important than I ever could have re realized. Um, but doc, I'll let you, uh, uh, answer Caitlin's question here. Well, you know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the stimulant laxatives, yep. but my favorite for that's Dr. Schultz's formula, mm -hmm. uh, intestinal formula. Number one, I think he calls it. We order it by the caseloads from California. It's all herbal. Um, so that's my favorite. I mean, even you might even think about cutting down some of the fiber, Fiber can make it worse in some cases, um, you know, uh, and you could also overhydrate. I read a great article about overhydrating the other day. Um, your body's got this incredible way of regulating salt balance, and um, certainly you can overhydrate for sure, especially if you're if you're running. You could overhydrate with water to a point where. Um, you start to get brain fog from it and then they then you pass out and you're actually hyponatremic and they give you a, they start an IV and they just use a normal saline, not hypertonic saline. And they, and they can kill you because um, it could make hyponatremia, low sodium, even worse. So there's a lot of little do's and don'ts with that. 
you need electrolytes. Um, try Dr. Schultz's formula. So change things up a little bit. Um, and, and also look at what you eat. Um, you know, it can be very telling. I mean, some people just don't digest things well. Um, so experiment with different types of diets, like maybe carnivore diet. I'm not big on a vegan diet. Um, as you know, from Dr. Lucas's, uh, talk, uh, with me on osteoporosis, he's, he's bet more for animal protein for sure. Right. It's definitely better absorbed. So, but keep that in mind, Dr. Schultz's formula. Constipation can go from infancy and, and you kind of lose that motility because you've stretched out some of the, the nerve bundles in the colon and you don't get that, uh, you know, transit that you really are looking for. Um, so, I mean, if you go too long a time constipated, it stretches your colon out so it doesn't have the innervation to give you the signal and you'll have a sluggish colon. Um, Super interesting. So, um, real side note around um, hydration. How, how do you, how do you know if you're like properly hydrating versus overhydrating? Is there, you know, like, is there a, a sign before you, you get into real trouble? Cause I, do you remember when my buddy JP ended up in the hospital yeah. at one time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, wild. Scenario. He was cramping from low sodium. He had hyponatremia. I mean, you got to go by brain fog, muscle fatigue and cramping. Mm. Salt is, you need salt. It's not potassium. It's a culprit. It's salt, sodium. Most of the time. Super interesting. Thank you, Caitlin, for kind of teeing us up on that conversation. Uh, let's get to Evangelon here. Um, the importance of aminos versus protein, and for the average middle-aged man, is whey protein slash beef more beneficial than casein slash eggs? This is a great question. Um, mm -hmm. I'm assuming by aminos you mean the perfect aminos. Um, yeah. You know, proteins are, are amino acids in sequence. Now, perfect aminos... Um, which I love, I keep it in all the offices and I take it daily, is the eight essential amino acids. So it's more than just the branch chains. Um, I take it every morning before my workout, um, along with a little creatine and a little methylene blue in water. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I like beef more than casein. I just do, you know. But I think it is just more loaded up with protein. I think it's better absorbed. Uh, so I, I like whey better than casein for sure. Now eggs are a different matter. Eggs are great. Beef is great. Um, that's why steak and eggs would be, would be good to eat a lot of, uh, unless for some reason you had an egg allergy. And some people say, well, I'm, I'm eating my egg whites. Eat the yolk. That's the most important part of it. Remember that night I did this and I had a live chicken on this show, Ben? <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, it was it was one for the ages. <laughs> yeah. Um, so are you saying that... Um, I'd say whey is better than casein. casein uh, and I say aminos, the perfect aminos, um, are, are very good. I mean, because they're already digested. Some people don't digest 
some of those other forms. Whey protein, if it's a hydrolyzed whey, I prefer that way more than a casein. I just don't like, that's a lower form, I think, uh, of at least supplement. Now, the real eggs and real beef, great. Organic chicken, good. Wild-caught fish, good. Uh, but most of us don't get enough protein. That's why I like to take my my amino, my essential aminos is what they're called. Um, but they're really already digested, 30 grams protein in a little scoop. Um, you have all the essential amino acids in there. All right, Evangeline, I hope that helps. Thank you for that question. I'm going to put this up from Elena because it has to do with what uh, we were talking about with the um, osteoporosis um, ultrasound is the echo REM. That's exactly yeah, right. If you can find one, I think there may be one in Asheville is what Dr. Lucas told me. Yes, not the echo I don't echo know if there's any in the, no, if there's any in the, in the Tri-Cities. But, uh, so echo REM. Thank you, Elena, for putting that in there for us. Um, okay, we're going to keep moving here. Um, if I can find where I'm at, let's go over to Facebook, um, go to Motaz. Motaz, what's up? Um, are there any concerns with the use of peptides, given how new they are, as opposed to some of the hormones, which have been extensively studied? So I'm guessing this is peptides versus hormones. Um, well, they, they have different functions, but they work synergistically. But um, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt peptides uh, haven't been as studied as hormones. Um, because they're kind of, you know, outside the box. Um, hormones have been studied as prescription medicines for many years. And sometimes, like the WHI study, it was a totally bogus study uh, for hormones. Um, a lot of bad information came out of that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about that, that they're not as studied because they're, they're not really prescription Although some peptides are, I mean, insulin's a peptide, but um, the peptides you're talking about, like Samorlin and BPC-157, you know, they don't require a prescription. So um, that's why you got to be really careful from where you order them uh, for contamination uh, concerns and all that. But uh yeah, I mean, you always got to weigh the risk versus the benefit of anything you take, from a vitamin to a prescription medicine. Um, but I've just never seen anybody have an overdose of vitamins. I, have, I haven't seen anybody have a problem with peptides either. Uh, but I've seen plenty of prescription medicine overdoses and side effects. Uh, I'm not saying you couldn't have a side effect from a peptide. You could. Um but the ones we look at are pretty safe. All right, Motaz, I, th I hope that helps. Um, I'm going to, uh, Elena, uh, what brand, um, are, is this uh, around um, the Perfect Aminos? Um, I, I believe. If it's Perfect Aminos, it's the BioTrust. BioTrust, okay. Uh, and Elena, if that's not what you're referring to, uh, let me know and I'll put it back up here. Um, okay. Uh, let's see here. Where am I at? Terry on Facebook is asking if supplements are out of date would the consequence for taking be less potent or yeah, 
would the consequence of, of taking an out-of-date supplement be, be that it's less potent, or could they actually be dangerous? That's a great question. That's a great question. Yeah, more or less potent. Um, you know, I wouldn't hesitate taking them myself for my own. Uh, same thing with prescription medicines. They may lose a tenth or a hundredth of their potency, but they're still going to be safe, you know. Uh, but great question. Great question. So, I mean, if it's out of date by years, then, you know, I may think twice about it. And also, has it been in yeah. the heat, you know, could it have denatured, uh, especially the omega-3s? That's where my head went. Uh, the, yeah, that's those are ones you got to be careful about. So, cut into your omega-3. If it smells rancid, don't take it. That's the biggest difference in companies i think as far as vitamins go are the omegas uh, really sure it gets bad omegas yeah like the di the biggest difference between you know effective and not effective or you know good and bad yeah rancid and sour and gone bad that type of thing that's interesting uh great question terry thank you for uh teeing us up there uh cheryl is asking what are your thoughts on uh dmso taken orally I hope I'm right there on that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I probably, I wouldn't do it. You know, DMSO, I use more as a vehicle to take uh, things into the system through the skin. Um, but I know some people do that. They claim I just never wanted to fool with that orally. Um, some people swear by it and think it helps inflammation, but you just be careful. Um, personally, I've never told a patient to do that or taken it myself, but I have used it, um, in creams to get uh, things in better. What well, what is a DMSO? It's a chemical that uh, helps absorbency. Oh, okay. Dimethyl sulfoxide or something. I think that's what it is. Okay. Uh, Cheryl, I hope that helps. Um, all right, we got a few more questions here, and we got uh, still got around 15 minutes. So if you guys got questions for Doc, go ahead and put them in the comments. Um, let's see, Evangelon is asking, um, on the topic of peptides, are there any blatantly dangerous SARMs we should stay away from? Um, and Selective androgenic receptor modulator. Um, yeah, um, you know, I generally stay away from them, you know, really. Um, number one, it's not totally legal to use them anyway. Um, so I really don't use them. So I'm not, I'm not real, you know, know the details of them. I know a lot of your bodybuilders will, you know, they're, they're experts on them because they experiment with a lot of them, but um, they're just can kind of be dangerous. I don't know, you know, I don't know which ones to mention to you that, uh, by name that I'd avoid, I just kind of avoid them if you can. Um, so, so you shouldn't need them if you, you know, you're doing, you're taking your hormones and your, and your legitimate peptides. All right. Thank you, Evangelon, for that question there. Um, Lisa over on Facebook is asking what brand, uh, uh, what brand do you recommend for Omegas? Um, I know you have. To I like the I like the Mono Pure. Um, I like the Orthomolecular. Um, you know, I, I personally switch to the Mono Pure. 
which now we're actually kind of white labeling those uh, in our office. Um, they're legitimate and you only have to take one of them and it's, you can swallow it. You know, some of them, we have to take many of them. It's just too big. And I get very good levels from that one. Uh, Monopure. Monopure. Yeah, that or the orthomolecular. And then the third place would probably be life extension. They're krill. All right, Lisa, hope that helps. Uh, let's see here where we at. Uh, oh, Lisa's saying she likes a liquid. Is there a, a liquid version of those? Yeah, I like, I like Barleen's. They make a good liquid version. And actually, it tastes pretty good. I've had their mango flavors the best. So look at your local vitamin store and look at liquid uh, Barleen's. Barleen's. All right, let's get to Mark's question on YouTube. Um, we lost uh, we lost Jimmy Buffett to uh, Merkel cell cancer. What are your thoughts on prevention and detection for skin cancer? Um, can we do anything other than sunblock and hats? Um, yeah, this was Some of the, this was sad. Yeah, that's that was sad. So you know, um, some sunblocks are worse than using any nothing. I don't like sunblocks, uh, the chemicals that they put in them. Um, you know, zinc is safe. Zinc oxide is safe in a sunblock, but it's so white, you know, nobody wants to wear them. Uh, so that's the drawback with that. But, um, you know, what you want to do really, you want to get sun. You just don't want to get sunburned. So slow exposure, um, is key you want you, you want to get a tan you just don't want to get burned that's what causes skin cancer um and you know the other thing you can think about doing is melanotan which is another peptide that works really well for um preventing sunburns and protecting your skin mm. you take melanotan injections you don't even need sunblocks or anything uh I still would go out for six hours at Daytona Beach for the first time, but which is where I got the worst summer of my life um, on spring break in college. Uh, but um, yeah, that's detection, prevention. The prevention we talked about, uh, detection is just screening, just looking at your skin, uh, either by your family doc or even better, a dermatologist. Um, and look at that. Uh, great question there, Mark. Uh, super timely. And uh, you, you know the the whole uh, you know skin cancer thing is a is a tough one um, because because of the you know some of the toxins in a lot of the sunscreens. Um, so so thank you for that. Um, all right, I'll, I'll put this up from uh, from Mark. So it's very sweet of you, man. Uh, we did hit uh, eighteen thousand subscribers today. Uh, so thank you so much for. Uh, for recognizing that and giving it the shout out. Um, okay, let's get to, um, to to Rose's question here. I want to make sure we get to this. Um, do you know anything about a product called Equel, which key ingredient is S equal? I hope I'm pronouncing that right. If so, would it be safe to take along with my testosterone pellet? I'm a two-time breast cancer uh, survivor. I, I, I really hope this helps, Rose. Mm. What, what's your thoughts on this? I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Mm. I don't know about the product. Write that down for you, Rose. Uh, S equal. 
don't know if it's a natural estrogen blocker like DIM or uh, I don't know. That's a that's a, I'll look that up. I don't know. Very good question though. All right, Rose, we will you get might back. Even want to, you might even want to get a Dutch test to look at that and see, you know, look at your estrogen pathways. Um, interesting. I'm glad you're on your T pellet. Um, all right, Rose, thank you so much for that. And we're going to keep you posted. Um, I will I wrote down Equel and S-E-Q-U-O-L. Um, we're going to go to Josie's question on Facebook. Um, what are the best brand of vitamins to, to buy? This is a super, super uh, common question uh, that we get, Josie. And I'll, I'll kind of let uh, Doc take it away from here. What, what In general, what's yeah, your thoughts? Doc uh, my thoughts are Dr. Rogers brand are the by far the best. <laughs> um, I do, I do have my, a line of vitamins that I use, um, simply because, um, I've always liked life extension and they're really good, but, um, you know, they have a couple of them. They've started putting some fillers in that I'm not real fond of. Um, and, I just like, there's so many, I found myself taking too many vitamins. So what I do is I like the combination vitamins. Like if you look at my super multi, it's loaded. Um, so I don't, you know, it's got the 5,000 of D with K, MK7, 180 milligrams. It's got vitamin C, liposomal. It's got zinc. It's got vitamin A. It's got the methylated B vitamins. Um, what else does it have? I mean, it's, it's just loaded with most of the stuff you need. You need to take omegas separately, like just like we just talked about. Um, and magnesium, I have one that I like because, there, yeah, there's my super vitamin. There's a super. I, I contracted with a place that I found in Portland, Oregon called Freedom to Formulate. And they'll put in it what I want them to put in it, and they don't put fillers in there. Um, you know, they're dated and they're, they're quality. Uh and I like the combination of vitamins. Like my energy formula's got PQQ, CoQ10. For a better price, and you could buy the Life Extension, Life Extension CoQ10 by itself. And I'm going to add taurine to it. That'll be here in a couple of weeks. So I have taurine, PQQ, CoQ10, and an energy vitamin. Uh, so I try to make them affordable. My longevity vitamin is not cheap but it's really good and if you try to get those three ingredients separately you pay out hundreds of dollars for it so um but yeah i'm gonna do a podcast on my vitamins but there's there's other good vitamin companies like i say i still have a lot of life extension vitamins um but there, there's just a lot of good companies the, the better one just don't buy a cheap vitamin at walmart or you know, some of these places have been sitting on the shelf for, for who knows how long that are undated and it's just hard to say. Standard process are expensive but good. Um, orthomolecular is a good brand. I really like their fish oil or krill. Um, so, but I've started making, you know, formulating some of my own vitamins that are good. I'm going to put um, this back. Great. Back up here, I think uh, Elena wants to, to see this. Is this the one you wanted to see, Elena? Um, this is a super, and I'll put the Ultimate Aging uh, one as well. Uh, and this is also just kind of a good uh, 
little reminder of the of the uh, doses that uh, Dr. Rogers often talks about. So uh, you can also talked about vitamin A. We talked about copper. Um, you know, boron. It's just a great vitamin. And here is the uh, ultimate aging formula: uh, the astragalus, uh, the nicotinamide riboside, and the apigenin. Um, let's see here. And this is definitely all three of those, and are less expensive than the NR you could get through Life Extension itself. Um, if you look at if you look at that, it's they label NAD plus. It's really NR nicotinamide riboside, but I put the astragalus, which is just an incredibly expensive medicine in the form of TA65. And it's got the apigenin, which I love. I take mine at night. Um, so do your vetting and try them and make sure the problem with vitamins, like a lot of times there's not enough in there. If you ever see a study that a vitamins hasn't proved to be helpful it's because they're not putting enough in it, especially the vitamin D studies they've done. I mean, vitamin D, anybody in the right mind should be taking vitamin D. And that's you know, with K. It's actually a perfect uh, segue, Doc, because um, Sherry has a vitamin D question. Um, her question is Is there a big difference in vitamin D3, 50,000 IUs once a week, and vitamin D2? Uh, I take for osteoporosis, already lost. One and three fourths inches in height, not sixty years old at uh, yet. I think I, I hope I, I got the uh, uh, the amount right. One and three fourths inches, I believe. Um, my doctor changed me to vitamin D two, but nurse doesn't know why and said to ask at my next appointment, which is still months away. So it seems that they switched her from uh, D three to D two, which I had not. Yeah, I prefer D three for sure. Fifty usually when you think of fifty thousand uh, weekly, it's D two. Although you can get D three in that uh, in that dose as well. But for most everything, D three is better than D two. It's better absorbed. There may be one reason to use D two, and I forget what it is. But one good thing too, do your own research because. You know, you can you can go to all kinds of articles and studies, and that's one good thing about the internet. You can really educate yourself, and I guarantee you, you'll probably know more than your doctor does about it by the time you finish researching it. But I prefer D three, and remember, you need K in there. The big thing is getting vitamin K two in the form of MK seven in there. Uh, that's huge, uh, and get that get that book by Doctor Lucas. Mm, uh, yeah. Order that book. Um, there's that. a lot of other things you can do as well. And I, in general, don't like calcium supplements. Uh, you don't need to take calcium supplements. You need to get that through your food. But uh, order his book. Again, I think that's on, you can find that anywhere. But on Amazon, it's like, you know, $4.95, $4. Um, so uh, highly, highly recommend that. Um, let's keep going. I hope that helps, Sherry. Um, let's see here. We've gotten a couple uh, questions here. Evangel is asking, uh, just read they've developed a new drug for long COVID. Any information on the subject would be appreciated in the future. That's a, uh, I'm, I'll, we'll take note on that one, uh, Evangeline. Um, have you heard any of this, Doc? Are we going to do a little more research? Um, yeah, I think they just developed a new drug. They call it Ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> Evangel, we're going we're gonna to uh, uh, keep you updated on that. 
Um, thank you for putting that in there. Uh, Gator Hater for Life. Only have two things to say tonight. Goal Knowles. All right. Yes, they took down. Right. Uh, they, beat, they beat LSU. LSU, they? that's right. P PM is way better than LSU. Doc and Ben performed three times. <laughs> uh, this is just a, a very uh, kind uh, comment. Thanks, man. Uh, hey, UT, our, our UT Vols won as well, of course. But I love it. Um, I love it. Uh, thank you, Gator Hater for Life. I appreciate that. Um, okay, let's see um, uh, if I – where am I at? Did everybody know – well, he's Ben was an All-American at University of Tennessee. <laughs> he was an All-American tennis player there. Uh, and, uh, so we're big UT fans. We all went to UT. We are Tennessee uh, Tennessee Vol fans. Um, I'm going to see if this is a question mark. I couldn't tell. Uh, but the the it's around the, the um, tick season. Have you seen anything in particular? Uh, around this you know uh, you know he mentioned alpha gal that's something yeah. we really need to to look at uh yeah i mean gosh ticks are terrible i hate ticks um it's getting worse every year you're exactly right and it causes all kinds of stuff we probably don't even know about yet um, so look at your skin for ticks yep um terry thank you for ticks. thank you for that kind comment uh Let's see. I think we're I think we're through it, guys. Um, which which means which can only mean one thing uh, that the the Izzy and Ike show the Izzy and Ike show is about to start. Um, oh, so, is it? So be be sure to to check that out, guys. Um, let's see here. That's interesting. A great comment there, uh, Evangeline. Um, guys, thank you all so much. We'll see if if the dogs are coming, but I think we're through. I can hear them. Uh, I think we've gotten all the questions. If I miss somebody, can you put it at the end real quick? Um, or just uh, prompt Here me. Here the somehow. dogs come. Uh, we'll try all to get right. as many as we can. Here the dogs. There the dogs are. <laughs> come here, Ike. Ike. Uh, Izzy, come here. There's Izzy. Guys, y'all know what this means. This means, uh, this means we did it. No, no, don't eat that. Don't eat. No. He's eating my earpiece, man. <laughs> there's, there's Izzy. That's Izzy. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.